What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. Despite common sense, I find myself getting into debates in the comment sections on social media, mainly because I hold a lot of contrarian or sometimes unpopular opinions that tend to get a lot of people spitting fire at me on these stupid memes that get passed around and I'm triggered to kind of comment on. My fault. And there's obviously no shortage of people with strong opinions online. Let's just be for real about it. You know what they say about opinions. We all got one. The problem isn't the opinions. It's the domain in which they are offered and whether that aligns with our core competence. Now, the problem with online interactions is that you have very little gauge on what a person's domain of competence is. And because we live in a generation of Dunning-Krugers, everybody knows everything, you would definitely not be able to tell by their conviction whether their competence lies in that area or not. Because they are just as strong in their conviction whether they really know about that thing or they really don't. You wouldn't be able to tell by their conviction if they were actually competent in that thing. They might just hold blind conviction. And this is where the line gets thin. Because there are very few things in life that are as dangerous as when your conviction is firmer and stronger than your competence. Especially in that domain or in general. It's like that saying, nobody is more dangerous than he who imagines himself pure in heart. For his purity, by definition, is unassailable. Just in the conviction of your own purity, you can become blind to the possibility of you not being all that you think you are. Maybe you won't even entertain that you're not as pure as you think you are once you have convinced yourself that you are. And because you have already closed the door with your blinding conviction, that wall becomes unassailable unable to be attacked or pierced. And now you have found yourself in the most dangerous place you can be in, isolated away from ideas, detached from the possibility of growth. And it comes down to being open while building competence, knowing honestly when you don't know what you don't know and humbling yourself in the process so you might actually learn something. And yeah, that might require you to abandon what you believe now. It might require you to de-escalate the commitment that you have already towards certain ideas or arguments. It might require you to be flexible in your identity altogether. But if you are really someone who is after growth, the last place, the last place that you want to find yourself is boxing yourself into a conviction that limits the development of your competence. You can't know more if you think you already know all that you need to know. Again, this really comes down to being able to be humble and humble yourself enough to take an honest look at your competencies. And if you feel triggered to offer opinions, adjust the tonality you take so that the window and possibility of learning and growth still has the possibility of shining through. Because we all want to be right. I get it. It's ego. But sometimes, it's not about being right. It's about getting it right. 
And if you are invested in getting it right for your life, then you can allow yourself to be wrong sometimes so you can be headed in the right direction in the broad sense of your life. You miss all the inputs and feedbacks if you start out with blinders. And why I'm boiling this down to humility as a personal attribute is because it's the only signal, the only sign that you have to whether you are really competent in something, a humble look, or whether you have really done some deep thinking about that topic. The only authority in knowing that truly is you. Because here's the problem. If you depend on external validation of how right or wrong you are, if you don't have some real core principles that guide you into developing yourself and knowing what you stand for, then you will find validation either way and not know where you stand. You might think that what you poorly expressed was something that hit home and is absolutely right. No matter how contrarian or conflicting your opinions, if you depend on external validation, then you will find it. And you will think you are so right. There will always be a side to support you. Just as many likes in what you say, no matter how outlandish, just as many likes as you get hate. And the harsh truth is, neither one of them, the likes or the hate, affirms anything about the rightness of your thinking. Because it's just people on the other side. Neither one of them have probably done any real thinking about the topic either before they validate you or go against you. So really, it does come down to you knowing when the things that you are expressing are hollow in the deep thinking required to stand for them. That's an honest look that you have to be humble about. Because here's what happens in our highlight real generation. Because we are so desperate to pick sides and find sources of beliefs, we pick up phrases, tidbits, ways to say things, beliefs of other people we favor for whatever reason. And we adopt those things as if they are what we believe. But when we are really questioned on them, it is revealed that we are just speaking through shallow ideologies and have really no deep reason to stand by those things at all. And the problem is, when you use words that are not yours, and when you pretend the stance of another is the same as yours without really knowing why, what happens is, you make yourself weak. You express yourself in a disingenuous way to maybe look good, look cool, look smart, gain status in some way through approval or camaraderie. Either way, it's a cheap way to get there, and your soul knows it. And anytime you use words that you picked up from someone else as an adopted belief, and you just use them, you weaken your own identity. Because to create an identity, you have to filter it through your own experience and beliefs and principles. Only then do you really own those words. You need to have a filter first. You can repeat the exact same words, but until you don't do some real thinking behind them, they are not truly yours, and you are weak for using them. This is why the first thing to do is to audit your own need to express and ask yourself where it's coming from. Are you just trying to arbitrarily look good to your friends and neighbors by virtue signaling what you think you should be saying? Or do you actually 
feel aligned to those things? And that's not an easy question to ask yourself without having to peel through layers of self-delusions. Just know the first answer that comes to you is probably not the right one. Go deeper. In all aspects, go deeper. Once you have the clarity on why you choose to express that thought, then start by only expressing the things that you have domain competence in. Things you really feel that you have tried to grapple with and continue to do so as you remain open to new ideas on both sides. And from that spirit, you can express anything and have it be a learning experience. Because someone might actually teach you something. Imagine that. And lastly, for all of this to happen, for you to stay out of this dangerous territory, you must remain humble. It is said that the devil had all the qualities. He was a god. He had all the qualities, except humility. And that led to his fall. Love you, family. Stay true, always. See you on the next show.